Oh, hello there, David Brown. Hello. I did get back in time. You did get back. <laughs> well, this thing only starts when you get here, so they, they can only be now. They can only be now, time. yes. Yeah. Indeed. Absolutely. The present moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh? It's gone. It has. Well, it's there's gone. another one now. There's another one. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> there could be only one. Indeed, yeah. So this is my new. This is the new. This is the new improved. Uh, it's not improved. It's the same as it ever was. This <laughs> is the resurrected or dug up mycelium network, yes. um, which I've decided is just going to be what it is. I got a little bit tied up with it being a kind of a, oh, being a business thing and connecting everything together. And oh, I just, I just thought, no, I want to do this for me. Yes, um, and I, I think. Yeah. Do you know what I think? I, I've I've come to that point. There's all this trying to be businessy and trying to get business, and yeah, I don't really enjoy it that much. No. So what I, I enjoy the... is dicking about on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so I did. I, I did a, an Instagram live with a friend earlier, um, uh-huh. and it was me sitting on my sofa, her sitting in her bedroom, just talking about stuff. Like marmite and toast and crumpets and various other things, and it was a lovely marmite and toast, um, one of my favourites. Yeah, and it was a lovely way to spend an hour, and we had two people tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I wonder who we've got. I haven't, I haven't promoted this at all. So, um, well, it's not live, though. Uh, is it? It's so... not live. <laughs> no, we're just recording. No, you, no. Oh, yeah, I forgot about you need that. To tell people afterwards. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, because. Um, uh, if anyone can be bothered listening to this, uh, then just to let you know that David and I, or David and I, have done a few podcasts. We're old friends, usually, Dave. We're old friends. Uh, we're yeah. old. We're pod bros. Pod bros. And, um, <laughs> Sounds a bit weird. Okay, <laughs> you say? Well, yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? Sounds like, you know, kind of, yeah, uh, something amniotic about that. Um, uh, but usually we just find something to talk about and waffle on, don't we? Yes. Um, well, you've, so, you've typically been I, on my, I don't think I've been on your podcast, shall I? Uh, I think we might have done one before, yeah. while it was still germinating. Embryonic. Uh, embryonic, indeed. So, this, But the thing that I kind of flagged up a little while, it was frivolity. Yeah. Um, because I think, I think it's a much maligned quality. I think people regard frivolity in this... It's sort of people regard frivolity in the way a Victorian parent regards a a, a child being a little bit silly. I think it's sort of all very disapproving. Yes. And, um, but I was thinking about this earlier. And I think one of the things I like about frivolity is that the spontaneity is everything we talk about usually ends in why. Um, and but I think spontaneity is a really important part of frivolity. And spontaneity is something that people, especially coachy people, kind of go, Oh, it's very important. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what you think about that. To be in, That's all that sounds to be intuitive and all that. Well look, I, I think yeah, I think you know. my view is that 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 being frivolous is is not just being stupid. It, it's a it's a state of mind. It's a state that we 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 can be in and that in itself is um is a route to being more creative so for me yeah. frivolity is a playful place and when and and regardless of what you're dealing with you might be creating a process to make a part for an airplane you know that's got to be really serious and work 
Um, I think there's a space for frivolity everywhere. Um, and it is a route to something more. So not, and I don't mean just in terms of creating comedy, but actually creating other things. So um, if you think about probably, I'm sure you've been on courses as I have, um, the sort of best ones I've been on have been, been those that are, are, are playful and fun. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Blimey. Coughing up a lung. Oh, God. <coughs> Coughing up both your lungs, maybe. Oh, hello. You've coughed the microphone off. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Here you come. Oh, you're back. There's a big oh, gap that you went oh, on. I took you a call so hard. I took a call you... from my daughter, and um, all right. I thought, oh, if I if I take the call, she'll be on the podcast, and that'll be frivolous. Um, but it didn't <laughs> happen because Anchor and and Apple apparently aren't as frivolous as we are, or as we want them to be, or, or connected in any way. No, no, they don't think about these things. But do you know what you were just saying about playfulness yes. and creativity? A friend of mine. Um, we were talking about. Um, you know, getting ideas out and uh, brainstorming and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And he told me about uh, a friend of his who, before he does any brainstorming with people, he does what he calls shitstorming. Yeah. To get all this stupid stuff out of the way, he says, right, we're going to have a shitstorming session now to get rid of all the completely ridiculous things, the completely insane stuff that we'll know we'll never use. And of course... As the sort of workshop progresses, that's where the best stuff comes from. You know, once you yes. reframe it a little bit, kind of play with it a little bit, it kind of, you kind of, oh my God, you know, yeah, that's, 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 that's really good, you know. Well, but I, people I are too embarrassed uh, to come out with this stuff. Well, we're, we're conditioned to, as you know, I've been, I've, a lot of my past career has been in manufacturing. So yeah. it's almost like it's got to be serious. Mm. Um, and we're, we're conditioned, aren't we? We're conditioned to, if we want to be good at something, we have to take it seriously. And yeah. people say that. And then I'm like, why? Why would you take it seriously? Um, and, and I sort of compare, I don't, you know, being frivolous and having fun. It's a bit like you're trying to think of an idea. So you go for a walk or you have a shower and the idea comes. It's a it's it's almost it's a distraction from logical thinking because frivolous ideas are illogical typically if you look at sort of you know reeves and mortimer all that kind of just <laughs> absolute barking nonsense yeah. that they did which was brilliant um because it was just so so frivolous and whimsical and all those other words that are great um so i don't know and you see it played out on social media and particularly linkedin which we're both on you know, people, people, well, I don't know. There are a lot of people that like that stupidity. But there is a big bunch of people that think it, there's no place for it because we should all be businessy and serious. And serious, absolutely. And disappear up our own arses. And, well, you know, I mean, there's a place for that, isn't there? I mean, if you, you know, if you're kind of, well, I don't know, actually. I mean, 
because the thing is with you know business and you get to a certain point and it's it's about power and money or it's about power you know and um we've got to take that seriously if you don't take that seriously then you know that's it you might as well not be here and um but i don't know with the emergence of the sort of creative entrepreneur there's a kind of a counterculture to that going on i think where it's sort of you know it's kind of um it's almost seen as a, a quality a, a, a good quality to have to kind of not quite give as much of a shit as as perhaps people think you should. Just look at Elon Musk. <laughs> you know, he's a good example, isn't he? I mean, I don't, don't know the guy, and just the name. Like, he's just he's just a crazy man. Seemingly, <laughs> we're gonna go to Mars. But well, exactly. But he's a crazy man who seems to be able to to run a business that makes rockets that go to the moon and and Mars and all the other stuff, you know. Yeah. So um, I think, I don't know, I just somehow think... They launched one the other day, didn't they? they? Wasn't there a SpaceX one went up the other day? Possibly, I don't know. I I don't sort of follow it that closely. I mean, I saw that there was the the big one a little while ago, wasn't there? But you know... It was a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that was it. I don't really follow much news. I kind of, I find it distracts me from living. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm much the same, so I don't follow it closely. But I did watch the launch of the the, the last, you know, the big launch that they had. Right. Um, oh, that was the one to the space station, wasn't it? Was it? They launched a rocket and they took some people to the space station. Oh. But anyway, I, 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 look, I, I suppose what I... It's all normal, think, that now, isn't it? It's normal, that. Space station. Imagine that in the 80s, space station. Like, whoa. It's yeah. science fiction and now it's normal. But um, yeah, Elon Musk. I mean, one thing that I liked about him was the on the, the Teslas that you had all different settings for it. You could set one of the settings on the on the on the screen on the GPS screen was for Star Trek um, kind of light speed mode, you know, warp yeah. warp mode, and kind of had all these sort of little kind of things added onto it. And you saw, yeah, that's great. You know, Actually, I was nice. watching. I was watching um... I watched the the first episode of the latest um, series of Top Gear last night, and one of one of the cars I was driving was a Tesla, and it had a karaoke machine in it. Brilliant! We want more of that. But you know, yeah. he's stopping. My, do you know what the, the thing about the guy that I think is really clever is that he's he quite you know Tesla came up with this sort of like first almost you know kind of practical electric car because. Yeah, you know, like the G Wiz or something that you know you can't you can't have headlights and windscreen wipers on at the same time. So, no, if it rains at night, you just die basically. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the Tesla, but he's actually now he's getting out of the car market. He's invested loads in uh, batteries for electric cars, so he's popularised the electric car. Yeah, and then got, jumped out of that and got into investing in the batteries for. That. And I think you know that's great. That's and that's a frivolous mind, isn't it? At work. Well, I, I mean, he yeah. certainly he sees that there's an opportunity there, and I, I, suppose yeah. I, I just think there's. I think the world needs frivolous minds. Because frivolous, because it's like jumping around, isn't it, from one thing to another, making connections yeah, just and bouncing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Um, and I, and I think you know, just be, being frivolous doesn't necessarily mean you end up with friv- frivolous things. It means that, that perhaps something will be more creative and i think the problem that some industries have got some sectors have got is that their their conditioning is to be serious yeah you know, and and actually the the 
the thought of being frivolous is scary to them because people don't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> so it put them off. So if banking all, all of a sudden became frivolous and whimsical, you know, the financial sectors, <laughs> um, would people just think, geez, I don't want anything to do with this. But yeah, well, as, as long as, I suppose, as, as long as the outcome is, is right, then, you know, as long as you can still spend the money that the banks are giving you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't or, know. or is this, is this increasing? Is there, is there more frivolity in business now? And is that something to do with the way that kind of youth culture now extends into people's twenties and thirties? And, you know, I mean, I don't feel like I'll ever grow up really, you know, I'm nearly 50. Well, yeah. And, and, and I, I don't feel like I, I, I really will either. And I, and I also find it increasingly difficult to, behave like a grown-up when I don't really want to um mm. and I think I don't, I don't know something's changing I mean again sort of linked in that the platform was wrestling isn't it because you do have a, a, a rather you know I suppose in in the olden days before before the internet um you went to work and you you stayed in your sector and that's kind of what you knew but now we yeah. we're exposed to lots of different stuff yeah you know, so we 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 look. We get the opportunity to see jokes and memes and all these other things that we wouldn't have wouldn't have seen before. Mm. Um, so I, I I don't know. I don't know whether that's part of it. So just culturally, we're we're changing. Um, but look, I've always been well, always. I've I've on a number of occasions. I've I, my 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 seriousness has been questioned <laughs> in jobs I've been in. It's like you don't seem to take it. You don't seem to care. You don't seem to take things seriously. And it's like, well, look, this is just my way of dealing with things that are serious. Yeah. It takes the, takes the sting out of them. Yeah. And that's what we um, do. You know, you, you know that, that's the power of, that's the power of humour, isn't it? Um, yes. That's the power of, uh, well, uh, humour is a great thing for undoing preconceptions, isn't it? And actually loosening things up a little bit and seeing things, but kind of for what they really are, you know, without without all your projections and neurosis and kind of things wrapped around them. You know, well, I, I think so. I mean, I think that, you know the kind of comedy I like is the the you know the stuff that is unexpected, the stuff that catches me off guard and makes me cringe a bit. You know, and makes me go, <laughs> "Oh, jeez, did, did they really just say that?" <laughs> um, Uncomfortable so, humour, yeah. Yeah, so 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 I do, I do think you know I, I don't know I, I I do worry that that comedy is is becoming as sanitised as you know the rest of things are. So so again, social media, you go on social media, you say the wrong word, and you you know you get blocked and all this kind of stuff. You know, you, you, there's only certain things you're certain words you're allowed to use, and there's certain ones you're not allowed to use. And if you do, you get chucked off the platform or or whatever. So we're being sanitised by businesses that are only really worried about themselves and whether they get sued or not. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of dictating a norm as well, isn't it, that's that's completely false because, it's, you know, people do talk like that and people do behave like this. And so, you, you know, there's a, yeah, the, the, I don't know where that thought's going. It's just a statement of fact, isn't it, really? Yeah, well, go. and it's a bit like, you know... Stop. <laughs> You know, you can't you can't swear on this platform. It's like, but people swear. Yeah, yeah, they so why fucking should we pretend... do. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So why should we pretend that we don't? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the Where's the point? Where's the value in that? I also don't like the the idea that certain certain profanities are worse than other profanities. 
I don't like that one yes. either. I think that's absolutely fucking ridiculous. You know? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but, like, they have to be graded in some way. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy, you know. Yeah, we can we can have three bloodies and a bollocks and an arsehole, but uh, no cunts. No, no, none well, of actually, those. I, I, I did once. I wrote, um, me and a mate, we wrote a, a comedy the word comedy that's questionable whether it's comedy but we wrote a we wrote a sitcom script mm. um and i joined this group this group of met up above a pub in london so i don't know london script writer, i can't remember london comedy script writers or something like that so people who people who just want to get into writing comedy and uh-huh. i do remember having the conversations around around the bbc and it was a bit like that you can have you can have certain numbers of these oh, yeah. words or or you just won't get anywhere with it mm. um we know I did a podcast a while ago with a with a woman who's a she's a school teacher actually, and we we spent a little bit of it just saying cunt, um, <laughs> and we also we also spent a little bit of it saying nigger. Right. right now, there's a word that is just a word. It's just a sequence of letters to form a word, and if you just say it, it doesn't mean you should burst into flames. No, it's so about it actually, context, isn't it? I mean, when I was yes. working as a school librarian. Um, I had, you know, sometimes I'd have kids coming up and saying, oh, there's some really inappropriate words in there. And I said, there's no such thing as an inappropriate word. There's inappropriate context. But there's yes. no such thing as an inappropriate word. You know, I hate this thing of, you know, protecting people from, from language. I'm it's... finding it very hard, by the way, to imagine you as a school librarian. <laughs> <laughs> I was a good school. I was a brilliant school librarian. I yeah, yeah. You were, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to do... We did... um. On um, World Book Day, oh, I dressed up in this white lab coat, a purple wig, and like a, and some silly hat. And I, I wrote a load of just like one line poems um, on bits of paper and handed them out in the dinner hall. So when they all came past with their trays, they got their, you know, chicken and beans and whatever. And then I put a poem on there as well. So I was, I was stood there with all the dinner ladies handing out. Food, food for thought. <laughs> and yeah, we used to do thought, stuff right? like that. And, um, and kids loved it. They absolutely loved it. And we had like, um, uh, we had the sort of special educational needs group. Um, and they said, oh, can you do something with them? I said, yeah, 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 let's do something with them. And they were all into like fighting and violence and kind of stuff like that because they were all like 14, whatever. So everything yeah. revolved around computer games. So I thought, well, let's do... Um, uh, let's do the monitor. Let's just let's do that. Let's do some classics with them. And then the teachers are like, "Oh, you can't do that. That's, that's way too advanced. It's like it's shagging and stabbing. That's all it is. That's that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and everyone dies, and that's it. You know, there's nothing to. And they absolutely loved it. You yeah. know. And I got the, I had the the head teacher there and the head of English and the deputy vice principal there and. You know, and these kids were just so proud of themselves. And yeah. they, you know, and they had done it. They, they'd done it their way. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But they told the story. And it was great. Yeah. You know. And, uh, and, and the thing is, and the, I, what I loved about it was the teachers saw it and it wasn't kind of like, it, it wasn't sort of, oh, to get us back on topic, by the way, here's something a little bit frivolous and we'll clap and go, yeah, that's nice. And patronise <laughs> them a bit. It was like yeah. Jesus, like that's really good. Like these kids, these kids have got delayed delay development, and what they're doing here is 
a fucking great classic. And wow, that's impressive. Well, yeah, yeah. and yet the response from the teachers was, we need to hold them back effectively. Exactly, we need to hold yeah. Them back more. Mm. We need to not give them something that mm. might that we that we consider um, to be a challenge for them. Mm. And that sort of runs into to sort of comedy and stuff. You know, I, I, you sort of, you see comedians who who start off and they are pretty gritty. Um, and depending on the direction that their career goes in, they they lessen that. They 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 rein it in because all of a sudden it becomes not all of a sudden but over time it becomes this is my career this is my livelihood this is my opportunity to be wealthy and all that kind of stuff yeah um, and and that's that's got to play a part hasn't it yeah yeah I, I I think so I I suppose the the other the other way of looking at that is that you know most most comedians on TV will still do live shows so that they can still do the kind of, the more kind of gritty and, um, uh, as my dad would say, foul mouths. Foul (laughs) mouths. Foul mouths. Blue, bit of blue. Potty mouths, yeah. 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 Well, my my dad was so, such a puritanical man. It kind of, you know, uh, I remember me and my brother watching a Burt Reynolds film once, and you know Sally Fields kind of they got a tits out or something, and, uh, and my dad, oh, it's one of those sex films. <laughs> it's like, it's a Burt Reynolds film, it's like, you know, but uh, but those were his values, I suppose. Not such a friv- well, well, not such a frivolous man. No, but so so he's he's thinking was well, I need to hide boobs away from these boys for as long as I possibly can, so they'll be surprised <laughs> when they when they realise they exist. Yeah. And they won't know what to do with them. Mm. Um, oh well, <laughs> we figured it out. Well, yeah. you, you because you because you had that exposure. So so you know it's like he's there when 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 my son was well throughout his his, his life so far that the, the issue of swearing. I, I would encourage him. I, I I I've taught him some of my finest, my favourite words. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't for me, he he wouldn't have been ahead of the game at school with things like bellend. Oh, bellend's <laughs> a wonderful word. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I and and actually there, there would be times when I, I would sit with him, I'd be in the car or something, and I would encourage him to say cunt or fuck. <laughs> so I'd just say it, just say it because it's okay. It's just a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 I think actually he's just learned he has learned how to use those in context. I mean, I've heard him on his Xbox, so I've, he uses all the words at his mates when they don't do the right thing. <laughs> all the words <laughs> at once. It just comes streaming uh, down the stairs sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus, what have I done? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he's not going to do that all the time. And and so I suppose, again, a lot of this, a lot of this sort of not being frivolous, not swearing, is fear. It's control, isn't it? It's so even if you look at the workplace, yeah. you know, if, if there's, there's, you know, if it's an industry that is a bit uptight and stuffy, um, they, they, whoever they are, <laughs> but but you know the the they's in industries don't want things to change because for well, I don't know because of fear because it might change something. Yeah, I mean, I just thinking about swearing that. I mean, I must admit, I mean, I was um, I was at a friend's last night, and there were three guys in the kitchen, and it, you know they were all. Uh, fucking and blinding, and I, and it was that they're kind of that age where every other word, you know. And I thought, yeah, 
That's a little bit. That's just too much for me. That's, that's too rich. Too much. <laughs> there's too much fruit in that cake, you know. And I remember, <laughs> yeah. you know, if I cast my mind back to when I was doing performance poetry and and kind of cabaret stuff, one thing I learned was, you know, a well placed, you know, fuck shit whatever is is great. It really plays well. But as soon as you come to rely on it. It really weakens your stuff, you know. Yes. It really weakens yeah. your material. I found that I could do uh, innuendo is a great thing, you know. I found that I could do something far more kind of that felt more sort of uh, felt ruder about like a paperclip or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I think because you're getting people's imaginations to work a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've had some comments about me being sweary on social <laughs> well, you media. Were, and, you and, are sweary, but that's all right. Yeah, but I'm not. But, but it's like, hang on a minute. Let's, let's just, <laughs> if you counted all the words I've written and then counted the ones that were swears, mm. it's probably a tiny, tiny percentage of the words and language that I use. Absolutely. I think people should be and allowed that, to use the language that, you know, that they use. Yeah, and that's... That that all comes back. It's the same. It's perception again, isn't it? Mm. It's people's perception of somebody. So if someone is is very sensitive to swearing, someone's going to swear once and oh bloody hell, they're sweary. Well, they wouldn't say bloody, would they? Yeah. Say blimey, he's a sweary fella. <laughs> and it, you know, and it pales into insignificance when you look at the way language is manipulated by you know politicians by the media. Yeah. That that's far more offensive. I find than anyone swearing or using profanities or you know kind of chucking in um, a racially taboo word um, in a kind of frivolous way. I, yeah. I, I find the way language is manipulated by the media and by politics far worse. That's far more offensive, you know. Well, it's, it's, it's because devious. that hurts people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's devious Malevolent. and it's and it, it is done with a, a specific reason to you know, whatever that is for that particular publication or particular political party or whatever. Mm. Um, and they're all in bloody cahoots anyway, aren't they? They are, the fuckers. So, yeah. Um, so what's your favourite swear? And you can't have the C word because that's just too obvious. But, you know, what's your favourite? <sighs> what's your favourite? That's a tough one. Um... Because, well, my immediate reaction is I can't really think of one because I don't think it's it's a bit like grading swear words. Mm. It's like it, it depends on the context. Um, I actually, I, I like things like bellend, for example, um, which isn't, you know, I don't know where that, I don't, where does that, where does that, where does that come on the, on the scale of swearing? I reckon that's pretty low level, isn't it? Bellend? Fairly low, yeah. I mean, I'm... That was a bell end on a quad bike just going past. Yeah, I did. I heard it. Um, but, but I think so the I, phonetics it, it, of bell end are quite satisfying. You know, it's got that, but it's got that explosive at the beginning of it, and it kind of, it kind of rolls on a bell end. It kind of rolls on, and uh, I think there's something satisfying about the phonetics. Because me, one of my favourite words to say is bollocks, because you can just put so much into it. You know. Yes. You put so much into it. It's great. You know? 
And uh, I, yeah, I, well, I think bellend is just you know it's a combination of two words that are, are just sort of you know inconsequential. Bellend is so derogatory well, though, is it? It's so it's very looked down upon. Well, because you're you're talking about the the, the top of someone's penis <laughs> and comparing them to that, aren't you? You are. That is what you. That's that exactly is what, what you're is. doing. Yeah, that is what you're doing. But when I if I say the word bellend, I don't think of uh, you know. Uh, at the top of someone's penis, I think of the no. person to whom I'm referring. So as soon as you put it in such a descriptive and almost medical way, uh, it just it's it's a hilarious phrase, you know. It's, it's, it's so ridiculous. Calling, it's just it's the same as calling someone a a, a balloon. Exactly. Another, yeah, another, yeah, yeah. Another phrase I like, your balloon, which is a northern a northern phrase, isn't it? It's a northern term, I think. Um, or or melt or muppet or you know. Those those kind of words they they all fall into the same category. Mm. Um, so I don't I don't know. I mean, obviously, bullshit's a fairly fairly prominent one in my life, given that's the, the name of my business. <laughs> the bullshit. The bullshit detective. Um, so that's a word I've muttered a lot over the years. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. This is this is bullshit. Mm. This is bullshit, mm. <laughs> and no one else seems to be able to see it. So. Um, I don't know. I, we, we live in a world where, where people, I don't think people get offended more. They get offended more often because there's more to be offended by. There's a larger quantity of things to be offended by. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a real shame that because you know these these are words. These are um, you, you know I mean um, okay. So the word, there's a brilliant Jermaine Greer two part thing on YouTube about the word cunt. And, you know, just about every town in England used to have a, um, oh, what was it called? A, a cunt money avenue or, you know, it's like a red yeah. light area. Uh, yeah. You know. And, and another cunt thing that's avenue. interesting on there that she <laughs> she um, says is that the word vagina, the original meaning of the word vagina was a scabbard. You know. How, right. That's a pretty brutal. Uh, you know, people get offended by the word cunt, but. When you look at it in terms of meaning, that's a far more offensive kind of image uh, and yes. meaning oh, to yeah. a word than, than you know than the other. Um, I don't even know where that. It's horrendous, you know. But 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 we've made these decisions that one is all right and one isn't, and uh, and really, you know, oh, indulge yourself in language, explore it, and enjoy it. You know, it's it's there to be, you know. Like Tia Maria, it's there to be discovered. Well, but yeah, and also, you know, it's a bit like, you know, you, you, if you if you encourage it, it just gets out of the way. It's a bit like you know where you started about. All right, let's let's brainstorm. Let's let's shitstorm. <laughs> let's just 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 let's just start off. And look, if I if I'm working with clients, I, I often do the same. It's like right, let's let's start to think of some ideas. You know, in this situation, what can you do? But and I'll and I'll start. You know, so I'll start with something mm. because. You you could you could you could I don't know you could run out into the street and bare your bottom at the first person you see. Oh. That's an op- that's an option. That's a Been thing there. you do, and it, and it yeah yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, um, but but it's it it kind of it diffuses mm. the the stupidity of things. You know, so by I don't know, maybe every class should start with everyone shouting cunt of their voices over and over again for five minutes just to get it like, just like get it and i think that was my approach with my son it's like just get it out of your system and what age do you think those start from then the earliest yeah, possible the age. age 
nursery level. The first word. <laughs> first word you're going to learn here. <laughs> Who have I invited but, onto this very first podcast? Here? <laughs> Am I going to get barred from Anchor? I don't know. Um, well, are you going to get me but, banned from my own podcast, Dave? But, but, but possibly. But, but what would happen? I hope so. This is the fear. What would happen if? What would happen if we did that? I know. Would it? Would it make the world exactly? Worse? Exactly. Fuck me. It, you know, people have got neurotic, haven't they? I, yes, I think people so. are filled um, with neurosis, uh, especially yes. now. You know, the, the, the time we're in at the moment. I mean, if, if ever there was a need for frivolity, it's fucking now. While everyone is so yes. bound up with this perception of perception of Doom. danger and the illusion of safety and all that you know. Um, and yes, it is a serious thing, and yes, it needs to be dealt with, and all of that, and you know, but. But allow yourself to just not be neurotic about these things. Well, I suppose that's the question. Is it is it as serious as the perception? Well, and the perception is being is being fed to people by well the media, really. I know front line. Um, some of my friends are frontline staff who who, who give me a pretty good rundown on you know uh, that this is a serious thing. This is happening. It's not. Yeah. You know, but. The way people respond, I think, you know, kind of, you don't make things worse by just becoming neurotic about something. And that's maybe that's where frivolity plays a part in, in the human condition is it's a kind of a bit, it, it slips in and just lightens us up a little bit, you know? Yeah. And then there's not enough of it. No, there isn't enough of it. We need it to rescue us from our own anxieties about. We need to be active. Actively, actively frivolous. frivolous. Right. Okay, then. Right. Let's be actively frivolous. So, how can we be actively frivolous right now to demonstrate to all the girls and boys out there uh, well, that I, we're, I tr- that we're happy to eat our own meat? <laughs> yes, happy to eat our own bellends. Um, I'm not sure if that's frivolous. It's disgusting. Or just yes, it's it's disturbing. <laughs> I mean, who'd want to eat their own? <laughs> I would have <laughs> tried. I mean, you know, what, what man hasn't? But uh... If only I could bloody reach. <laughs> I, I will get those ribs removed. One yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, no, no amount of yoga. That was... <laughs> no, no. Maybe, no. Maybe that's why all these guys are doing yoga these days. They seem very happy. That's it. I, that, I like that idea that <laughs> men only do yoga. <laughs> to, to suck <laughs> because, because they're hoping to be able to suck themselves <laughs> off one day. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Have you seen some of the guys doing yoga? I mean, yeah, I can believe it. I've yeah. known one or two. You know who you are. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. What, one or two people. You that, that fucking weirdo. Penises. <laughs> so yeah, what can we do now that's frivolous? In fact, I know what it is. I think we just have actually. I think we've been. Was that frivolous, frivolous enough? Stuff. Right. Okay. I, well, I don't know. I mean, again, you know, you get into what is frivolity. Ah, oh, we know um, we can't define it. We don't want to define it, do we? No, we just I, want I'm, to be not, it. I'm not suggesting oh, we do. Okay. But but if I think of someone who is frivolous, and and I, I've already referred to him, but. Um, Bob Mortimer, mm. it, it, it's uh, uh, his mind amazes me, um, and his—I mean, God knows what he's like in real life, but but his his ability to just be be childish, but also so endearing with it, 
Um, I don't know if you've watched his. Have you watched his program with um, Paul oh, White? Oh, it's beautiful. It, I mean, it, it is. It's funny, but it is. It is such a beautiful yeah, program. Yeah. I mean, um, the end of it where well, they, they write each other's epitaph, don't they? At the end of it, and it's yeah, and it was yeah. just really kind of you know really beautiful stuff. Yeah, really lovely. Yeah, it's 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 the one program that it's like if I'm watching it, everybody needs to leave me the fuck mm. alone because I'm just going to mm. watch it. And I don't want any interruption, any distraction, any disturbance. I'm just going to sit here and watch this because it's 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 beautiful. Mm. It's a beautiful show. Mm. Um, so I mean, uh, you know, so I would I would say he's quite frivolous. Um, Paul Whitehouse. I don't know if he's quite as frivolous. This is it's all relative. Oh, it's well, it's exactly, a personal think, thing, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Paul Whitehouse is just well. I think Paul Whitehouse came across as the voice of reason in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's kind of like. <laughs> You know, he's trying to teach Bob Morton about fishing, and Bob Morton was just kind of, you know, just dicking around, really. But it, it, I don't know, it seemed to work. Um, but there was a, there was well, a again, I... there. you know, there was a mutual respect. Yes. There. Well, I think something deeper than respect. Yeah, yeah, well, love, yeah. Um, but I suppose, again, though, in the context of fishing, he was the voice of reason <laughs> because he's the one who knows about mm. fishing. And it's, Bob, Bob Moore didn't really want to know anything about fishing. No. <laughs> he just wanted to cook some food and dick about. Yeah, that sounds like me. But also, you know, if you, if you, th- if you think about yeah, to cooking food and dicking about, there you go. If you can monetize that, <laughs> you're sorted. But, but even, even the... It's Ainsley the Harry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, no, let's not go there. Let's not ruin this podcast by talking about Ainsley Harry. <laughs> But but even the, the light-hearted conversations around their respective issues with their hearts, <laughs> mm. you know, all those conversations, and, and again, that's just that was just a light-hearted look at mm. it. You know, why why be all serious about it? Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing, there, isn't there? That you know, frivolity doesn't mean disrespect or not taking something seriously. It's a way of seeing the world, and it's actually quite a beautiful way of seeing the world. You know. I think so. Yeah. To look for the for the for the nonsense and the joy that's that's always around us. Do you know what? Um, I think we should leave it there. Okay. I think that's a really really sweet spot to end on. Let's do that then. Let's do it, Dave. Send it. It's there. been a pleasure. It has as indeed, always. as ever, Dave. <laughs> yes. So um, and I'll... I'm going to go and swear at people now and get my ass out in the street. In. In a frivolous way. Yeah, frivolous way. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll see you okay, again. Okay, mate. Well, I'll catch you soon. Absolutely. Bye bye. Cheers, buddy. Bye.